get the full bonfire experience on your screen youtube.com slash bonfire sports thumbs up subscribe you'll know when we're live enjoy the games Well, better late than never. Thanks, everybody out there watching live. This is Bonfire Midweek. Uh, appreciate you hanging around. For those that are watching afterwards, hey, we're right on time. What's going on? What a crazy week it was in the Labor Day rematch week in the CFL. So much to get to, including conversation about the CFL Most Outstanding Player Race. We will go around the league and... Well, let's get right into it. Right off the hop, a very special guest alongside my good man, Zach Schnitzer. Here he is. Coach Phil Reacts makes his triumphant return to Bonfire <laughs> Midweek. Phil, what's going on, my friend? You've been traveling, haven't you? Darren, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have racked up some miles. I didn't slept on planes. I didn't ate so much Canadian food, but I'm back in the States temporarily. Temporarily? Like, are you thinking of moving to Canada after two trips up to Regina for the Labor Day Classic and Winnipeg for the Banjo Bowl? You gonna, you gonna become a prairie boy? I mean, it all depends, man. It all it, it, Time will tell. We'll see what happens. Well, fill everybody in. Phil, pardon the pun, right on the nose, but uh, you decided to go up to watch your Saskatchewan Rough Riders beat the Winnipeg Blue Bombers 32-30 in overtime in the Labor Day Classic. You go back home, you know, you kiss your kids, and you get back up on a plane and you find a way to get to Winnipeg for the Banjo Bowl, which was a very, very different football game obviously but walk us through your desire your execution and your experience in coming to canada twice in like a week well first let me clarify it's more like kiss my daughter on the forehead and pop my son in the back of the head because he's a heathen at times but no uh it was a wild it's been a wild two weeks man uh friday i flew out to uh regina first i got there at a pretty decent time and then uh, I went to the University of Regina game. That was great. I got to spend time with uh, Daniela Poncelli. I got to meet uh, Key and Schaefer Baker. I got to meet a lot of people, take pictures. And then Saturday, I went to, uh, it was the fan day, um, did that. That was a lot of fun. And then Sunday was the big game. I had the time of my life. I took so many pictures, signed autographs. It, it was a great experience. Flew out Monday got home, went to work on Wednesday for first day of school. And then I flew out like Friday was chaotic <laughs> to get to yeah. Winnipeg. I left work. I got to the airport like 3.30. My flight was delayed because they're Air Canada being Air Canada. You know, they had no available planes, but we got there. I had to run to my gate through Vancouver Airport. For anybody that's been to Vancouver, B.C., their airport is huge. I had to go through customs. I had to do all this stuff. And then I got there like to Winnipeg at 2 a.m. The next, I didn't even sleep. And then it got to the game on Saturday. Uh, it was it was an ass whooping. And <laughs> uh, had a fun time. I met met Zach, you know, and I didn't realize he was sitting in front of me <laughs> until he turned around. I was like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. And, I, and, and side note, I thought me and you were the same height. 
And I looked down, I was like, I looked you up and down, I was like, dang. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's all trickery by Darren to make us seem like we're all the same, but uh I'm a little I'm a little smaller than uh, most people. <laughs> and then I enjoyed the game, did that, and then I got to meet Willie Jefferson. We made that happen, and then nice. Sunday flew out. 6 a.m. and got home at 10. So that was the wow. that was the first two weeks, man. Now, I know you're a Ryder fan. We all know you're a Ryder fan. And that green screen behind you isn't Ryder green. It's so you can do different things on your YouTube channel. I encourage everybody to go check your stuff out at Coach Phil Reacts. You can find him on uh, YouTube and on Twitter. And uh, you're, you're kind of everywhere. So um, that, that's awesome for people to kind of take in. As a Ryder fan, I also know that you are a, yeah, okay, there you go. There you go. (laughs) Hey, all are welcome around the bonfire. All are welcome. Uh, As a, I know you're a Ryder fan, but you are a huge fan of Willie Jefferson, aren't you? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So to get to meet him, I imagine that that was a pretty cool thing. Tell us about that. Okay. So we, it's funny. So me and Willie have been messaging and text, you know, back and forth. And then I went to a, um, like a little post tailgate party. And we were listening to the Edmonton Calgary game. We were sitting there chilling, whatever. And I checked my Twitter and Willie was like, he sent me his number. He's like, Hey, call me. So I'm flustered. I'm like, Oh my God, I, I got Willie's number. And then he was, I called him and he was like, I'm on the East side of the building. I'm over by the bomber store. And I was like, okay, I'll meet you over there. And we hauled, we hauled our behinds over there. It was hot. I had to walk through all the security. They were off duty. So I was like, Oh my God. All right, this is it. And then, uh, funny thing, Brandon Alexander was out there signing autographs, and I was kind of nervous. And then I look, and my friend was like, Phil. And I look up, and I just see this big, tall brother walking. And I was so flustered. <laughs> and I was like, I never get starstruck. I said it in my video, I don't get flustered or starstruck, but I was, I was stunned. And I look up, and I'm just like, bruh is a giant, like, <laughs> huge. And uh, it was a, it was a year in the making to make it happen. Um, we were originally supposed to meet up in Regina, but you know we were both busy and things were happening, whatever. And uh, to to meet Willie was an experience in itself. Uh, great dude, man. Everything I thought he would be, and uh, you know we worked on a little something, something for the people. But it it was great, man. Absolutely great. That's awesome, dude. How did how did you become a writer fan, Coach Phil? I've had this question asked many times, so I'm just going to shoot with it. Uh, one of the first, like one of the first few videos I react to game wise was um, the 2021 West final. And oh, yeah. uh, they had like rough riders had like five, like three, four, five interceptions, a fumble recovery. It was in the snow. It was at IG and I was falling in love more and more and more. And then they lost. And I was like, this is a Seahawks S game. And I fell in love with the logo. I fell in love with just the, the, I know people talk about the culture and try to say, Oh, Craig has made it like a really bad culture there. I was like, no, it's, I dig it. I dig the culture. I like what they're doing. I love the fan base and meeting everybody. When I went up there, just a great time and they're great people. And I know that, you know, the whole Winnipeg and Saskatchewan thing, the, the blue bomber fans are really trying to make me turn heel and be a blue bombers <laughs> fan. So not yet. Not yet. <laughs> I'm enjoying being a baby face right now. <laughs> no, but, yeah, like, like that's, that's the thing, is. too. Like, I get the appeal for an objective, like, third party. We'll call you an American. You're a third party to the Canadian Football League, but you're obviously part of the family now. Uh, the appeal of, of, of 
cheering for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders because they are kind of like that Green Bay Packers underdog, small market, but like, you know, historic franchise, um, which I think is is a, a cool thing for you. And, and when it comes to, you know, the warmth and hospitality of Regina and of Winnipeg and that you've shared with, with us and, and everything, I think that's why the rivalry is so real between the Blue Bombers and the Rough Riders is that we are the same people at the core. It's the one thing that can kind of differentiate us. I think, I think the thing that it, it's, it's been amazing to, to experience is uh, I got to see both sides. I got to see at Mosaic. There's two different people ask me which, which was louder, which one was better. I can't say which one is better. I can say that Mosaic was more majestic. That's the word I've been using mostly is majestic. It's, it's cavernous. It's, it's almost like being at uh, the LA Coliseum in for the yeah. USC Trojans. Like it's it's so the the noise is different. And when the 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 LDC was happening, the noise was deafening. But then when I went to IG, man, if I heard one more, and that's another Blue Bombers first down. I'm just like, and everybody's doing it. I'm like, really, like really. <laughs> Well, you heard a lot of it in the first half, especially, right? I was so sick of that. I was like, okay, (laughs) all right, all right. I get the point. Brady's running the ball down our throats. What am I supposed to sit here and do? And I just laughed. And then I'm still mad that the Blue Bombers caught me on camera switching jerseys because I lost a bet to somebody. They was like, oh, if they get 50 points, you got to put the jersey on. I was like, they ain't going to put 50 up. Man, they got 51. I had to walk around that, the, 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 to get to my seats, my other set of seats, and people are they knew me and they're like, You're wearing the you're wearing the jersey. Ha 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 ha. I'm like, laugh it up. <laughs> laugh it up. Well, Zach, here's your last chance to to take a jab at a rider fan live on Bonfire Sports right <laughs> now. So have at it before we uh let Phil go because I, his time uh, his time is valuable. Well, isn't isn't the uh IG field similar to the Hawks nest at the in Seattle? A little bit, yeah. It, it's similar. Um, the noise was very similar, but I yeah, would the say noise. The noise was. I enjoyed the noise, but it's the fan. The, the when you're in a certain section, everybody is different. Like there was a lot of older people, there were young people, and everybody had been drinking. They were t- they were y'all can talk trash. I will give y'all that. Y'all are some <laughs> good trash talkers up there in Winnipeg. The only thing that they didn't realize was I'm going to talk my trash back. And there was a couple guys behind me. They they were slosh. They were talking. It's like the second quarter. And they're like, this is our, this is not last week. This is not last week, blah, blah, blah. And I'm looking back and I'm like, bro, you didn't have this energy last week. And then he was like, we're here. We're here. And I'm like, where's energy against Toronto? Ooh. Nobody had anything to say. I say, and I said, y'all don't have net. When everybody brings up Toronto, they're very quiet. Because that's like a sore spot right now. And I thought, and you know, I, I could throw the deuce if I have to, but we dapped it up. It was all love. You know, I'm going to talk my stuff all the time. But y'all are some great trash talkers. I can't wait to see other teams like their their fans and can they talk trash? Because I'm going to pull out all the cards if I have to. I feel like, Darren, I don't know if you would agree, but like Hamilton fans could talk trash. That yep. would be the weather fan base. Yep. That I, I, they're it's just another like blue collar, blue blue, blue collar city, just like Winnipeg. Well, no, I mean, like I've had a few uh, Thai Cats fans uh, hit me up and say, and I'm, I'm gonna just address it right now before I go. Uh, 
why do you have such, why do you not really talk about the tie cats? And I'm like, I have my thing with the tie cats is this season was frustrating for me because they have all that talent and they talk so much. They hyped themselves up and were like, well, we're going to be at home for the great cup. We're, we're going to yeah. host it. And they didn't, they haven't backed it up. And then I talked with, uh, talked about Simone Lawrence on a play where he, they were playing BC and he like had a freeze. Like he froze up and didn't want to tack, tackle Vernon. And I was like, I kind of held him accountable for it. And I had people coming at me. So I was like, don't talk about Simone Lawrence. Don't talk about Simone Lawrence. I'm like, bro, I'm going to talk about everybody. Nobody's safe. So don't be sensitive. You you can get, just because I'm a Riders fan, I'm going to talk about my crew, but I'm going to talk about everybody. It's constructive criticism. No, the, the, the city that hosts the Grey Cup, that team has huge expectations on them. Another unique quirk of the Canadian Football League. So Vancouver in 2024, Winnipeg in 2025, who knows in 2026, maybe back in Regina uh, once again. But uh, Phil, really appreciate your time, brother. Thank you so much. You are uh, a favorite watch of mine on YouTube and uh, uh, love your little jabs you put out there on uh, on social media too. Uh, quickly before you go, who's the MOP in the CFL? Right now, right now. Right now, at this moment, Chad, Chad Kelly, you you can't you. Everybody wants to say, "Well, Zach's gonna win it," but Chad is playing out of his mind. He got the, even before he got the contract. Chad has played at such a, a balanced pace. He's done it. They've only had one loss, and that was against Calgary, but they bounced back. And people want to sit there and say, "Oh, well, the pieces around him make him who he is." Well, isn't that the same thing for Zach? Yep. Yep. That's fair. So, and they didn't drop one to Ottawa. So, yeah, I can't <laughs> wait for <laughs> just twisted a little Ooh, bit, of just needling us. Love it, always, always. No, brother. I love it, Phil. Thanks again, man. Appreciate you. Thank you, Thank you for having me. See guys. you, buddy. All love y'all. Peace. Go check him out at Coach Phil Reacts on youtube on uh twitter uh you can find him on instagram and and really uh everywhere that's awesome i love having coach phil uh on as we did earlier this year it was kind of like the introduction his introduction to uh the canadian football league he was starting to do a whole bunch of um uh podcast hits and that sort of thing afterwards but uh uh interesting uh objective perspective Mm-hmm. I understand he's a Riders fan, but I, I I truly believe he's being objective when uh, when he says Chad Kelly is his MOP at this point. Yeah, I don't like to hear it, but uh, hey, listen, he's uh, he is he is somewhat objective. It's not like he picked a Rider player for MOP. Uh, I could see the argument well, for be? Chad Kelly. Well, yeah, who would it be, right? Not Nick Marshall after the the spanking he took on the banjo Come ball. Come Man, on. he got absolutely ripped in that game. I rewatched it like. He must have allowed 200 yards and three well, three touchdowns. Wow! There's a reason I put I put Dalton Schoen on on the uh, on the YouTube thumbnail, right? There's a reason I put him on there. He had the natural hat trick, three TDs and three consecutive drives as the Bombers put up six straight touchdowns. Possession TD, possession TD, six times back to back to start the game hasn't been done by a Blue Bombers team since 1984. We talked about it on the game day after dark post game show here on the bonfire. And uh, of course that was Tom Clements running the Bombers offense in 1984. Uh, Pretty cool uh, situation there. Yeah. And it should have been seven. 
if if not for the uh, pass interference on Kenny Lawler, which they couldn't challenge because they didn't have video evidence to uh, to challenge it. But if you see it live or you see the replay of the game, he gets his uh, face mask pulled by the defender before before the ball comes, and so he loses the ball. You imagine they must they would have set a record, I think, uh, seven touchdowns and seven drives. That would have been crazy. I mean, not that yeah. I'm not happy with six. The six yeah. is good. And you know what the 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 whole thing about um you know that they could have gone for it with less than a minute remaining in the game and and That's gone no. up, you know the the perfect game the no punt game that sort of thing it has been done before um but uh you know at that point are are you really worried about some statistic that you know just dummies like me and you are going to be talking about uh in the future or are you worried Speak for about yourself dummies Come on. You know what I'm saying, right? Like big picture here, what oh, really matters. Totally. Yeah, I don't think, course. you know, punting with 40 seconds left matters. It doesn't. A 50, a 51 to six win is what matters. Win number 10 on the season is what matters. Winning the season series against the Riders is what matters. All I know is I can't wait for September 29th following oh, yeah. the Bombers by with the Argos coming to town and we'll get a chance to see Chad Kelly against Zach Kolaris head to head. Um, Love the, you know, uh, some of the, some of the comments we pulled up here. Um, Someone mentioning that Kolaris has 10 more touchdowns than Chad Kelly. Yes. Chad Kelly has played two less games than Zach Kolaris. Mm -hmm. And remember Zach like went off this past game. So, you know, it is a lot closer than it appears. Um, Winnipeg Gordo asking, who's the top running back right now in the CFL? This is a great question. I don't think it's really a great question. I I, I talked about it on my Twitter uh, this past week when the CFL Twitter account and, and the, you know, uh, uh, I thought uh, uh, Marshall Ferguson did a great job uh, in his latest article on CFL.ca talking about, you know, who it is. You read it. He doesn't make a declaration, but I think he makes it pretty clear that Brady Oliveira is the best running back in the CFL. He leads the league in rushing by a healthy margin. Uh, I broke down his total yards per game, rushing and receiving. He's at like a, you know, 115 and the next closest is like 86, um, you know, yards per carry, all, all of those things. Um, the, the bigger question to me is, Zach, is Brady Oliveira in the MOP conversation or is that really just down to the quarterbacks? I I hope he's in the MOP conversation, DB. He, he, I mean, he's on pace to, uh, what is it, break a, break a record for Canadian running backs? Or at least John Cornish's uh, record, yeah. John Cornish's record. I mean, he he's owning teams. He, he's just absolutely unstoppable. So I think he should be in the conversation. Do I think he should win? I I happen to think that the quarterback position should get special treatment because it's the hardest position to play in sports. And so if you are playing at a high level, uh, you're you're touching the ball more than everybody else on the team then I think, you know, you get an edge. But should he be in the conversation? Yes. Will he win most outstanding Canadian? Uh, 99% sure he will if he continues at this pace. Uh, Nick Dembski might be a close second. Uh, Matthew Betts maybe as well. But he should be in the conversation. 
Yeah, absolutely. And you know, like I think close second is fair, but I also don't agree with it. I, I don't think it is a close second right now. I think Brady is on a different plane when it comes to, um, you know, just, just production and what, what he's shown, uh, in, in 2023, um, Winnipeg Gordo says, uh, the knock on Brady Oliveira is his fumbles, but Zach Kolaris has yeah. thrown a bunch of picks. Yeah. He's bad thrown pick sixes. Uh, yep. Chad Kelly's thrown picks. So, you know, yep. yep. Um, I, 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 I also think like the, you have to give some love to the O-line too for the bombers. Not, not that the, not that the quarterback doesn't benefit from the O-line as well, but I think there's a more of a direct connection with the O-line opening up gaping holes for him in the banjo bowl. Um, yep. And you know, they're, 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 uh, they have to go in lockstep. Those like, you can't talk about the running back without the O-line. No question. Um, they, they are playing great too. Uh, yeah. I think it, it's been a little bit overlooked because, you know, you, you have this, situation in Winnipeg where the expectation is the O-line will be great, you know, Stanley and Jamarcus and, and Newfeld are all all-stars. And then, uh, Jeff Gray and, and Chris Kolonkowski, suddenly Kolonkowski's like the, the top rated, um, center in the CFL, yeah. according to pro football focus that, you know, really does a, a big picture analysis of, uh, of all the players in the league. And, um, then there was, well, okay, they're, they're not as good as they used to be. They're getting long in the tooth. Um, but in the end, Kolaris is throwing for crazy amounts of yards. Yes, he's been hit this year, but it's not because of uh, too many busts in pass protection. Um, overall, I think he's been pretty well protected, you know, even, mm -hmm. even those hits included. Um, and then Brady, like, good gracious, like, I understand Brady Oliveira is like the legs are churning and he's spinning and he's breaking tackles and, and, you know, he's doing all these things, the pushing the pile, uh, the O-line helps in, in all of that. So, um, I really wonder, uh, if, if Stanley is going to be in, in, uh, the conversation for most outstanding offensive linemen again this year, I have my, I have my, uh, I won't say doubts. I have my, I'm questioning it. I'm questioning yeah. it right now, but as a unit, they're great. They've been really good. What makes you question it? Just because he's. Well, because it's been three in precious. a row. Yeah, it's been three in a row. And uh, I don't think like, look on a personal level. I really, really like Stanley Bryant as a person, right? I have a good relationship with him and I don't want to say he's not as dominant as he used to be, but I will say that the pack is catching up and like, look, he, he's going to go down as one of, if not the greatest of all time, right? The Bombers have a handful of these guys like Andrew Harris, Willie Jefferson has that potential. Adam Big Hill has that potential. Mike Miller will go down as the greatest special teamer of all time. Um, and you know, you, you have, um, you have Stanley Bryant as well. Could go down as the goat offensive lineman in CFL history, um, or at least part of that conversation. So, uh, I'm hesitant to, to really, you know, say, I don't think he's going to win it because you know, this or that. I just think it's maybe time for the torch to be passed to some other really, really good offensive linemen in the Canadian football league. Um, you know, uh, nothing lasts forever as they say. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, my friend. 
Uh, do you want to get into uh, around the league? Yes. Let's, Let's do, do it. Let's do a quick around the ATL, not Atlanta. Yes, ATL. Not Yeah, that's right. Not uh, not the Thrashers. Uh, can, <laughs> can you believe they're actually talking about potentially going back to Atlanta for a third time, the National Hockey no, League? No, they're like not. Houston, Texas, and uh, Atlanta, because no. Seattle and Vegas have been so... I digress. I digress. Uh, no. If you ha- <laughs> you know, it would be it would be a mistake. It would be a mistake. Uh, I I need to mention to everybody out there: if you haven't yet, hit the thumbs up. If you haven't yet, go check out uh, the new NFL offerings here on Bonfire Sports. Uh, Josh Fry, Sam, who is an outstanding reporter sports reporter for the Winnipeg Free Press, uh, joins me. Uh, we've uh, got a little season preview, got a little week one recap where we uh, kind of grade out the quarterbacks, do some uh, stock market buying and selling bulls and bears of the NFL stock market. Who's on the uptick? Who's on the downturn? Uh, we're having a lot of fun with it. And hockey coverage coming very, very soon to Bonfire Sports. Excited to launch that as well. But of course, you're here. You, Zach Schnitzer, are here. We're talking Canadian football. And week 14 uh, was a fun one. It really, really was. Um, It started uh, in Hamilton, or pardon me, it started in Ottawa, where the Red Blacks have now lost six straight games, Zach. What's going on? We gave them the evil eye after they beat us, DB. I think then they beat Calgary, and then they haven't won since. People have figured out the crumb, the crumbster. He's been a crumbster fire. What can I say? Crummy. Crumbster fire. He's he's come back down to earth. A lot of people, you know, yeah. saying he's the the next, you know, consistent starting quarterback in the CFL. Coming coming back down to earth a little bit is Dustin Crumb, but the Tie Cats got a much needed win uh to to keep their keep their season alive. The Tie Cats are 5 and 7 and obviously still in the hunt for a playoff spot in a big year like we touched on with with coach Phil. Yeah. Uh they're hosting the Grey Cup this year. Uh Saturday the Montreal Alouettes went to Toronto. Uh it wasn't a Tie Cats Argos matchup the week after Labor Day. Uh those two teams play a heck of a lot already. Uh Montreal falls to 6 and 6 as the Argos Improved to 10 and 1, 39 to 10. The Argos from start to finish. Uh, Chad Kelly, AJ Olette, the defense, uh, Javon Leak. I think this guy is going to be at the podium in Hamilton at the uh, 2023 CFL Awards for the most outstanding special teams player. I don't know how you give it yeah. to anybody else. Yeah, he's leaking through the 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 gunners, right? He's just uh he's racking up yards. Yeah, it's too bad Janarian Grant isn't there to challenge him, but it is what it is. We are going to get to your uh, sober second thought in just a second. But of course, the Bombers took a 51 to six win over the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in the 19th annual Banjo Bowl. Bombers 10 and three riders fall to six and six. And in that mushy middle of the CFL power rankings, don't believe what you read everywhere, uh, especially coming out of that Labor Day Classic win uh, in overtime. The Edmonton Elks. Get revenge on the Calgary Stampeders in the Battle of Alberta. What a game this was. Trey Ford looked pedestrian until the fourth quarter. He then exploded and the Elks keeping their season alive at three and ten. The Stamps are four and nine. And one of these teams is likely going to be a playoff team. Yeah. One you think he'd cross over DB if they keep it up? Absolutely. One of them. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Because if Hamilton keeps sinking, and they're probably going to lose this weekend to the Bombers. I don't want to jinx it, but let's be honest. Um, maybe a bit of a trap game after Montreal, six and six. High. Like they're not doing anything, doing much either. No, no. So, yeah, I, I don't know. The, it's crazy. That's why I, one of the reasons I love the CFL DB is because you could be three and ten and still have a legit shot at a at a playoff game and, and yeah. maybe come on late. Right? Uh, that's great. It's yeah, exciting. I, I agree with Jets Girl. Great to see you in the live chat, Jets Girl. Um, got some Jets hockey coming for you. Stay tuned for that. Uh, she says uh, the Elk Stamps game was super entertaining. I'm with you. That was a, a real fun game. So as you see up on your screen, CFL Week 15, this coming week, pair of doubleheaders. Friday Night Football, Argos at Alouettes, Elks at Saskatchewan. In uh, I, I'm sure Saskatchewan's going to be a little bit bitter after getting a 51 burger uh, dropped on him uh, in Winnipeg. Um, but Edmonton, I mean, they got a lot to play for right now uh, at three and 10. If, if they can get a couple more wins, um, you know, in the home stretch here, a few more wins, I'm, I'm sure they're uh, expecting to. Uh, this playoff picture is going to continue to get muddy. Uh, Saturday doubleheader begins with Bombers at Ticats. That game is at uh, 3 p.m. So our post-game coverage, Zach, you'll join me for game day after dark uh, around 6.15, 6.30 Winnipeg time. Uh, but don't forget to tune into game day Winnipeg, Winnipeg's po uh, pregame show on Friday. Walby's going to join me at 3 p.m. here on the channel. Uh, and then week 15 wraps up with uh, the Red Blacks at the BC Lions who are coming off the bye. Uh, BC is probably going to be favored by a whole bunch in this game. Uh, we are going to uh, dig into our picks for CFL week 15 in just a second. Of course, for SIA.com slash bonfire. Go to that exclusive link and... Um, you'll be able to get a nice tidy bonus, do a little NFL, NHL, CFL uh, betting responsibly, of course, uh, on SIA.com slash bonfire. I can't that, wait to talk about our picks, buddy, because I yeah, did well this had, week. You, I'm not going to give it away yet, but I- You I'm were like the Bombers. Back. You had a resurgent week. Resurgent week indeed. Uh, before we get to your uh, sober second thought on the 19th annual Banjo Bowl, you, you guys want to hit it like- Every single week, Zach, I love your thoughts uh, and your sober second thought uh, here on Bonfire Midweek. But before we do, um, I need to, of course, mention our good friends at Heart to Home Meals. Uh, they believe life should get easier with age. At Heart to Home Meals, uh, they've created a service with lifestyle tastes and nutrition in mind. Order online or by phone, and one of their friendly and trusted delivery team members will have delicious meals delivered straight to your door. And the best part, no contracts. Order as often or as little as you like. It's easy. Visit heart2homemeals.ca. It's up on your screen right now. You can give them a call toll-free. 1-866-933-15. 1 6. If you're listening on the podcast, you can hit that 15 second rewind button and get that website and that phone number 
um, for heart to home meals. Uh, and also, of course, we got to mention our good friends at the Winnipeg Wolfpack. It's football season right now. The Wolfpack are a group of tackle football players right here in our community, aged 16 and up. The Wolfpack welcome a diverse group of athletes who love the game and travel to play in different cities across Western Canada. Experienced coaches promote growth and development in every player. Uh, and work to grow women's football here in Winnipeg and Southern Manitoba. The Wolfpack are currently recruiting athletes who want to be empowered and find new opportunities within football, playing games here in Winnipeg. They're also looking forward to upcoming travel for events in Canada and the United States. That next event right around the corner, uh, they're going to be in North Dakota on September 23rd. More information, it's on your screen. Here's the email address, Wolfpack at gmail.com. Big thanks uh, to them uh, as always. Uh, okay, Zach, uh, the Banjo Bowl was a memorable game. One people will be talking about for a long, long, long time for so many reasons. Give us the feature segment here on Bonfire Midweek. And that of course <laughs> is Schnitzi's Sober Second Thought. Well, and this time, DB, I'm, uh, it is a true sober second thought because I was a little bit three sheets to the wind uh, What on Saturday. <laughs> My buddy Jack just kept buying me Coors Light and I'm a cheap drunk. So I had about four of them. So this truly is sober because I was not. Um, Donnie Boy saying blow your own horn, Schnitzer. What, what am I blowing? Why am I blowing a horn? Explain that, Donnie Boy. Okay, Darren, as you know, a sober second thought is always a question, a concern, and a crazy good moment. Question is, question I had coming into this game was, is Adam Big Hill losing a step? Has he lost a bit of a step? And a lot of people are asking me that as well. And there's been plays he's left on the field. Um, there's been plays where he's been beat. But in the Banjo Bowl, I know, I know we've given the uh, offense all sorts of love with six straight TD drives. Adam Big Hill was all over the field, DB, and fire starters. Got to give him some love for this game. 232 left in the first quarter. Dolagala throws a ball to Tevin Jones over the middle. And Tevin Jones could have caught the ball, but he lets up. He doesn't even bother trying to get it because Big Hill would have crushed him. He was in perfect position with Brandon Alexander uh, in tight coverage. Next play. Big Hill uh, times up a blitz perfectly. He That means the left guard has to take him. And that leaves Jackson Jeffcoat free off the edge, who comes in and absolutely destroys Jake Dolagala. So it's Biggie, 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 some of his blitzes don't always get home like <clears throat> they did in the Labor Day Classic where he had two sacks. But, but he'll eat up blockers. He'll eat up uh, offensive linemen. And then other guys like Jackson Jeffcoat will, will just destroy him, so destroy the quarterback. And then uh, who who's there who jumps over the pile on short yardage when uh, uh, Antonio Pipkin uh, is, is that, is that, is that his name? Antonio Pipkin? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Antonio yep. Pipkin. Why am I blanking on that? Anyway, uh, Pipkin is going for a third and one. He's trying to trying to go for it on third down and Biggie stuffs him when he jumps over the pile. So Biggie had a hell of a game. So question answered. Biggie did has not lost a step, DB. Concerns. Are you kidding me? You think I have concerns? We beat them 51 to 6. There's no concerns. None. We even had good kick coverage. So forget concerns. 
Schnitzi doesn't have concerns. And crazy good moment for you podcast listeners. Right now I'm doing the Brady Oliveira head slap. That's when he really starts to turn it on, DB. He does the head slap. Uh, that's the crazy good moment. I, let me just throw out one stat. Brady Oliveira had 211 yards of offense, both on the ground and through the air, which was more than the entire Saskatchewan Rough Riders team. Like, more than the entire team. He outgained the entire team by seven yards. Incredible. Incredible. Incredible by Brady Oliveira. He's on a tear. And that is my sober second thought, my friend. Love it. Love it. You brought it. You brought the heat this week, just like the Bombers brought brought to the Banjo Bowl. Uh, It will be interesting to see how the momentum either carries or dips following such an emotional win, right? Uh, You know, you, you listen to O'Shea, uh, talk about it on his show on Monday. And, and he's like, uh, well, you know, if you judge it by the, you know, the energy, the guys brought the day after the game, you know, like they go into, uh, into the facility the day after the game to kind of, uh, chop up the film, digest it all. And then they move on. Right. That's, it's kind of like that, uh, debrief day. Um, you know, judging by that energy, I'm sure the guys were on a real, real high. Plus, many of them got to go out with uh, Chris Streveler, who was in town after the game. Streveler mentioned that on, on a couple of the spots he uh, popped in on, uh, saying, you know, he didn't, didn't get a chance to, to to hang out with a lot of the his former teammates prior to the game. So they all went out uh, after the game, that sort of thing. Um, so now that they're back at practice, uh, good news is that there are no new major injuries. Uh, so, uh, practice is closed on Thursday. Friday is walkthrough day in Hamilton. Of course, Saturday, 3 PM kickoff central time, Winnipeg time in the hammer, uh, against the tie cats. So, uh, the one day today was, uh, the only look people got, uh, at this team, but, uh, uh, they've been very fortunate knock on a tree, uh, that, um, you know, the, the health has returned and remained, uh, for Winnipeg, which is a good thing. Of course, Janarian Grant, Mike Miller, um, you know, uh, a handful of guys are injured right now, but, uh, with the way they're playing and the health that has sustained through that, uh, pretty good spot they're in right now. Yeah. And you know, I'm glad they're so healthy, but I would love to see, some three special teamers come back. Um, Tiazra Kansen also rotates on the D line, but Tiazra Kansen, Mike Miller, and Janarian Grant, I really hope to see them back before playoffs because they are absolute game changers, especially on special teams, given that we've struggled on punt and kick return and uh, punt and kick return coverage. So yep. let's hope they get back soon. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> Winnipeg Gordo, David S. Pipkin. <laughs> I knew like I just you know when you when you say something and you're like you you think it's right but you're not sure isn't it sounds kind of right but maybe not Antonio no Pipkin Schnitzy no word of a lie I had the same brain fart like last week with Pipkin did I'm you sure it was Pipkin yeah I'm like it's, it's Antonio right yeah it's Antonio it just didn't sound right it's like you say I the know. same word over and over again it's just yeah. like is that English. Yeah, exactly. It didn't, yeah. it doesn't sound right. What? Anyway. Uh, Kyle asking a question, the most asked question. Yeah. 
Okay, Bonfire, I know you're reading this. How do we all get a friggin' Bonfire sports hat? I've got to get on this, clearly, right? Yeah. The crowd has spoken. But how do we get the hats to you? We can't ship you each your own hat. We have to well, have that, some that's kind the of... thing is, is I made these hats kind of, uh, you know, uh, what are they called? Baroque a la carte, if you will. Uh, there, there were one offs or three offs, you know, for me, you and Walby, that sort of thing. Um, a couple others, but uh, I've got to like get some sort of online retailer who can like drop ship them right? Yeah. Order the hat. But of course I want them to be quality. I don't want you out there bonfire starters to spend money on something that isn't high quality or that I can't personally attest to, right? Uh, all of our sponsors here on bonfire sports, uh, which, you know, keep the fire burning. They're the, they're the logs and the fuel to the fire. Um, I don't bring on just anybody. They are people I trust or people that I know very well trust. So uh, same too with, uh, you know, anything that you might want to buy. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to just say, oh yeah, you know, get some hats and they'll, they'll, you know, fly in from Cambodia or whatever. And I don't know if they're, you know, are they going to be itchy or, uh, you know, get, give an allergic reaction or fall apart after a month, uh, that sort of thing. So um, appreciate your patience out there. I really want to get you guys some bonfire sports hats. Um, we're, we're going to do that. Um, speaking of which schnitzy have mm. to mention this, uh, before we get to our picks for SIA.com slash bonfire, um, new sponsor. Oh Ooh. yes. West Boyne park housing co-op located on 17 beautiful acres in Charleswood in West Winnipeg with trees and open green space along the Assiniboine River, two, three, and four bedroom townhouse condos in a forest-like setting. They have apartments as well. Units are available now. West Boyne Park Housing can be found online. West Boyne Park Housing Co-op.com. Um, maybe I can, uh, maybe I can uh, zoom here. Give me a second. Uh, I'll see if I can, um, I want to make sure you guys can, uh, can see the website. Uh, oh yeah, here we go. Is this going to work? Yeah. West Point no? Park Housing Co-op.com. I hope you guys can see that right at, right at the top. Um, you know what? No, can't do that. Uh, try to make it, uh, try to make it larger for you guys. Um, but it's West Boyne Park Housing co opcom Westboyne Park Housing Co-op.com, hyphen between co and op. But uh, big thanks to them for uh, coming on as a sponsor. And uh, should mention, everybody out there, if you're interested in sponsoring Bonfire Sports, call the hotline, send an email, uh, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, the hotline, of course, is... 204-816-8477, 816-TIPS. You can call, you can text, uh, but leave a voicemail, whatever you, you need to do. Uh, you can also email Winnipeg at bonfiresports.ca winnipeg at bonfiresports.ca you want to sponsor uh, maybe somebody uh, you know a business wants to get the word out uh, you know, hey, you're watching Others are too, uh, with uh, hockey and NFL, and of course, uh, lots more CFL coverage uh, coming here to the channel. Um, okay, I hope I didn't uh, absolutely dice up 
uh, my screen share here because I do want to pull up our picks for SIA.com slash bonfire. And Schnitzi, you did better this week. I'm proud of you. I'm yeah, proud baby. of you, brother. Um, here, let me fix this up here. Um, oops. Oh, boy. Who turned out the lights? Pardon the technology, everybody. Pardon the technology. Um, this past week, and thank you, Zach, for updating uh, this chart, by the way. Uh, you put three units on the bombers. Boom, you hit. Eight yeah, and a half baby. point favorites. They clearly covered those points. Uh, so that gets you from minus nine units to minus six. Uh, and then you hit on Edmonton to win by uh, two and a half. They won by, well, no. Oh, you no, didn't I didn't hit that, that. They only won by two. What am I doing? I was trying to cheat. I'm taking it away. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. So you lost. Damn it. So I you're at minus one. seven. No, minus six. No, you got to minus six by winning three. Oh, you're right. And then you lose another. Man, oh, man. Mathemagician, yes. Zach Schnitzer. And I, where's the three? I, I wrote three there on your side. I don't know what happened to it. I swear I updated oh. that. Yeah, I had a bad week. I had a bad week. Um, the Montreal Alouettes, I thought would, uh, I was taking them with the points. Uh, no dice. They got, uh, they got handed a, a 29 point loss. So I put two units on the Alouettes to uh, make it a, a football game. Blew it. Uh, Red Blacks, I thought would be able to turn things around. They were favorite against Hamilton because the Ticats were on like three, four days rest, something like that, coming off a pretty emotional loss. Uh, in week 13, where they lost 41-28 at home to the Argos. So uh, a minus three gets me down to three on the positive side of the ledger, uh, but still not going to... Look where I was. Look where I was. Look I was up 12. Come. Wow. Brutal. So if, Brutal. if we if we avoid the overall, but we look at just the you know trends in the last you know few picks, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm on the up and up. You are... You are on the uptick. See what uh, Josh Fry, Sam, and I do on Stateside. That is our NFL show here on Bonfire Sports. Go check it out. It's on your podcast app. It's on YouTube uh, and Facebook as well. What uh, Josh and I do is uh, we'll do like a, a bulls and bears. So if you're unfamiliar with the stock market, there's like bull stocks and bear stocks. Nothing to do with Chicago. Everything to do with Manhattan. Uh, bull stocks are on the rise. They're growing. They're on the uptick. Bear stocks are definitely on the downturn. Uh, so we do NFL bulls and bears, teams we like, teams we think are getting better, teams we think uh, will do good things in the future. Um, and then bears being, well, the Chicago bears, definitely a bear right now, but but on, on the downturn. So, uh, you know, uh, you are a bull right now in your picks, Zach, for mm. SIA.com slash bonfire. Um, toro, Toro. We should take a look at uh, the upcoming games here. Yes, if we I can, should. Uh, if I can find them. And why that? isn't there a downtick? There's an uptick. There's a no. Why isn't there a downtick, James? In the peg, ask. Excellent, excellent post. There's there, a there's James a downtick. The Is there down nobody? Tick. Nobody ever says downtick, do they? Downturn. Downturn. Uptick. Upturn, downturn. Downturn. Uptick. Yeah. I mean, I say downtick. Do you? Well, yeah. I've never heard yeah. you say downtick. I thought I did. I might've even done it today. Uh, Sandy asks, <laughs> I've already forgotten. Uh, Sandy asks, do the players always watch the game the day after they do always meet, 
right? They always go in to meet. That's kind of a football thing. Day after the game, you come in. It's all mental work at that point because the bodies need rest. Uh, there's a reason football teams only play one game a week, roughly, sometimes, uh, you know, uh, maybe five days. Um, uh, but great question and great to see you, Sandy, uh, uh, in the live chat. You sent me a DM uh, today. I read it. I haven't had a chance to get back to you, but ridiculous. Silly. Don't be silly. Um, okay. So for uh, SIA.com slash bonfire, we have the um, uh, upcoming week 15 games. It starts Friday. Argos six and a half point favorites at Montreal, Zach. Do you like that game? Yeah. Do you want to pick that game? I do. I do like that game, and I do want to pick that game. Okay, so you're uh, taking? I'm taking Toronto six and a half for, let's say, uh, three units. Ooh, confident on the Red Hot Argos. Okay, Uh, Elks, three-point dogs in Saskatchewan. Uh, I'm going to have to take this game because you always pick the Bombers game, and me as a reporter, I I do appreciate that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. I am going to take Saskatchewan to cover. Okay. Uh, And I'm going to put three units on it as well, because I don't want you catching any closer to me in our picks. Uh, Bombers at Ticats. Winnipeg is six and a half point favorites. Zach Schnitzer, Bombers super fan. What do you like in this game? I'm going to be objective and put three three units on the Bombers. <laughs> You're going to be objective and put three units yeah. on the Bombers. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like that pick. I, I think that's a smart pick. Uh, wow. You're putting six units uh, down yeah, in the CFL. Yeah, I'm trying to catch you, buddy. I yeah, want well, you hey, to buy you know, me, you're on the, you're on the uptick. Beers. I'm on the downtick. You're on the uptick. You know so. what it is? It's the downswing. Right. Uptick and downswing. We gotta gotta know where those terms come from. I'm always interested in etymology. Not entomology, but etymology. You're not you're interested in entomology? Yeah, maybe a little bit, but not well, that much. You you do bug me a lot. You do bug me Ooh. a lot. Uh red blacks are nine and a half point Ooh. dogs in BC. This game is interesting. Uh BC coming off a bye. They know they're in a dog fight, or if you're a lion, a cat fight for uh, playoff positioning in the West division. Uh, gosh, I mean, nine and a half is heavy, but I like BC to cover nine and a half. Uh, and I'm also confident on it. So you and I are going toe to toe three units, three units, three units. So let's go over to our pick chart for SIA.com slash bonfire. You, Zach Schnitzer, are taking Toronto. Yeah. Minus, whoops. Six and a half. Six and a half. And you are going to put three units on it. You're also putting three units on Winnipeg to cover six and a half. So you have got some big, big units on your picks this week. I've got Saskatchewan to rebound and cover three at home against the Edmonton Elks, putting three on that, also putting three units on BC to cover a healthy spread, but uh, they're on a bye week and uh, the Red Blacks just can't do a thing right now. Uh, So riding a six game losing streak, uh, I got BC uh, to take that game healthy, of course. 
go to SIA.com slash bonfire. If you sign up through that link, SIA.com slash bonfire, it's right there uh, on the top of your screen. Can I zoom in? I wonder if I can zoom in. Nope. I can't figure. Oh, there we go. Right there. That's the website. SIA.com slash bonfire. It's Canada's sports book. It is based here in Canada. Uh, so keep your gambling fun dollars right here in the country. Uh, don't give it to those big American corporations. Keep it here in Canada. Um, when you sign up and make a $20 deposit uh, minimum up to $1,000 maximum, not only are you supporting Bonfire Sports directly, but you are also going to get a 100% bonus up to $1,000. You can put in as little as 20 up to 1000 when your bets on that initial deposit clear, win or lose, bond, uh, SIA will give you that same amount, a 100% match in bet credits that you can use just like real dollars. So go check them out. SIA.com slash bonfire, NFL, Major League Baseball, NHL, CFL, uh, futures, prop bets, uh, the works. Canada Sportsbook, go check them out uh, and help support the channel. Appreciate that uh, a lot. We've covered a lot here uh, after getting a slow start, uh, you know, time count violation uh, off the top of the show, Zach, uh, late to the party, but we've gotten through it all. I would say we, we've we almost it. put up a 50 burger today. We put up a 51 burger with a little mm -hmm. bit of extra tomatoes and lettuce or something. 51 burger. Uh, I still think 40 is a 40 burger. No, you put up. Yeah. I've heard the no. term 40 burger. No, I, I would call that like a 40, 40 taco. It's not a burger. A <laughs> 40 a, taco. <laughs> a 50 burger is a burger. That's you need 50 for the burger, right? Okay. Cause it's like, it's five, right? It's five. Oh, and that's how you hold your burger. Oh, is that where like that you got from? your 40 taco? It's like, those are the four you're holding on to that taco. Oh, I like, I like what you're throwing down there, DB. You just made it up. Completely I like made it, it up. That's it, what you get here with live works. programming on Bonfire. Very That's sharp. Very sharp. I like it. Yeah. We're having fun. 50 having fun. burger. Like, like if you're not, if you're on podcast, he put up his hand like a five and then he put his hand, other hand, like a zero. And then the five was eating the zeros. I mean, it's beautiful. I mean, it brings tears to my eyes. How beautiful that was right on the spot. Genius. Blind squirrels, blind squirrels find acorns once in a while. Once in a while, it's every 50 years. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see been, what happens. Uh, nearly 40 years since the Bombers scored six touchdowns on six straight drives to start the game. Tom Clements, 1984, in a huge win for Winnipeg. Of course, Zach Kolaris and the Bombers offense do it uh, in the 19th annual Banjo Bowl in 2023. Uh, I like, look. They got the Ticats, the Bombers then have a bye, and then the two biggest games, now that Labor Day and Banjo Bowl are over, the two biggest games of the year are upcoming. Yeah. Argos in Winnipeg on Saturday, pardon me, Friday, September 29th, and then the BC Lions host the Bombers the next week, uh, Friday, October 6th. Uh, those are monumental matchups. So we'll see how Winnipeg does in Hamilton. On Saturday, then a bye, those two games, then Winnipeg's final bye before they wrap up against uh, home to Edmonton at Calgary uh, in late October uh, prior to the 2023 postseason where the Bombers are, are now uh, uh, 
at least guaranteed a spot one way or another. Them and Toronto have uh, uh, secured playoff spots. You think they'll do uh, an homage to Andrew Harris when he comes back on the 29th? I do. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Do you, don't you expect him to be in the ring of honor? I do. Like, obviously yeah. not, obviously not this year, right? Like he's got to retire and, and, you know, move on from football and all that, but, uh, eventually, right. Eventually it just didn't end well. So that, you know, that recency bias, I think people will be, um, thinking about how that ended and kind of, it's kind of like, uh, salt in the wound. A little bit. And then, you know, he, he was being a little salty himself the last year about it. So I don't know, man. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if there's nothing special for Harris, but um, I think there will be as well. Hey, you know, uh, class. The Bombers are a first-class organization top to bottom, right? Business decisions, people's feelings get hurt. I, I understand all of that. Uh, and Andrew Harris uh, is, um, you know, he, he holds himself uh, well as well. So um, I expect Winnipeg uh, to at least pay homage in one respect or another, if it's, you know, a, a timeout, a TV timeout, that sort of thing, put them up on the Jumbotron. You're telling me, like, you see fans in the state. They're still wearing 33 at IG Field. Oh, sure. Yeah. Legend. Yeah, I... I think the Jumbotron, so fans can give him an ovation, as Winnipeg Gordo saying. I think that's right. I think you're, what yeah. you're saying is right. Um, maybe not like a whole video montage at this point. Well, but, uh, now that I think about it, wouldn't Winnipeg want to celebrate what Andrew was part of in 2019 and 2021? Like, he's a Winnipeg guy. He was uh, so impactful. Uh, especially in the, in the 2019 game, um, you know, uh, breaking the 29 year gray cup drought, uh, wouldn't you think a quick little 15, 20 second montage with him hoisting the cup and, you know, cigar in the, in the mouth, uh, the goggles on that sort of thing, or yeah. during, during the, um, uh, the parade, uh, and then a shot on Andrew of the sideline quick wave to the crowd and, and then back on, uh, you know, back to football. I think I that think, would be appropriate. Yeah. I think it would be good. I think that would be just right. Yeah. Comet, how dare you show up late? How yeah, Comet. You? Come on, man. Come on, man. Great to see everybody in the live chat. It's always so spirited in there. Uh, T. Konopoli, uh, we see you in there. What's going on, Pyro? Uh, how can we not? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and great to see everybody, uh, you know, having fun in the live chat and, and, uh, talking ball and, and the rest, uh, with each other, uh, pregame Friday, 3 PM live on demand anytime after YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and your podcast app game day, Winnipeg with yours truly and Chris Walby on Friday at 3 PM schnitzy. You will join me for game day after dark Winnipeg's post game show right here on bonfire sports after the game on Saturday afternoon. So that'll be around 6.15, 6.30 p.m. Winnipeg time. And then, of course, you and I will be back at it. Uh, well, we'll see. Maybe we want to take a bye week with the Bombers uh, next week. Uh, oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we'll and, and and I'm I'm going to probably be on the IR for, for that game. Remember, I'm getting my knee surgery that day. So oh, this, this coming Ticats game, this coming Saturday, I'm getting the knee surgery, They're trying right. to fix my meniscus so I can get back into my indoor soccer shape. Um, 
So you're going to have to find a, a backup. If we could yeah. dig deep, dig yeah, well, deep, a maybe, ringer, a ringer, maybe, maybe that slattery dude, maybe he did pretty well on after yeah, dark. Maybe. Yeah. We'll I know. See. I know him in, in Jenner watching right now. What's going Hi, on? Slats fam? Uh, they, they always watch, um, hit the live chat right now. Let me know who you want as the co-host on game day after dark this coming week. Ooh, and if I you like haven't that. yet hit that thumbs up, do it. Just do it. It's easy. Uh, whether you're watching live or afterwards uh, and get into the comments. Love it, DB. Yeah. Uh, big thanks to West Boyne Park Housing Co-op, uh, the Winnipeg Wolfpack Women's Football Program, uh, and Heart to Home Meals for sponsoring us here on Bonfire Sports. If you want to sponsor our NFL coverage, our Winnipeg Jets coverage coming up, or your tried and true favorite uh, CFL coverage here on the channel, text the hotline or call 204-816-TIPS, 816-8477. Leave a message, text, uh, or you can email winnipeg at bonfiresports.ca. I will get that directly. Comet asks, is Bluto available for the post-game show? I will comfortably say with no actual knowledge, no chance. <laughs> no chance. Um, uh, wanted to quickly bring up this comment from Kyle earlier in the show. Comment of the show. Kyle says, I had no voice, no phone, no idea where I was. Woke up, looked at my credit card, went, whoa, I spent lots. And then found my phone at Fan Day the next day. <laughs> Kyle's comment on YouTube. That is awesome. Uh, littered with LOLs and ha ha ha's. Uh, great, great comment, Kyle. Uh, you, yeah. you drank it in. You drank it in at the 19th annual Banjo Bowl and then found your phone at the stadium the next day during fan day. That's pretty great. You must, Darren, you must have some illegitimate child somewhere because you're just hammering down the dad jokes. I, I think they happen so naturally that uh, I don't even realize it. What what was my dad joke? I'm literally blanking. What did I just say? Um, something about uh, drank it in, and then you had another one uh, earlier. I forget what it was. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like innuendo, right? Yeah, little innuendo. I like it. I like yeah. dad jokes. It's like when the Blue Bombers' defense is penetrating, right? It's a little mm, innuendo. Mm, We're just having fun. Mm, We're just having fun. Here on Bonfire Sports. That was a very that's, that's penetrating gaze right there. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, last one. Mick D in the live chat says, I'm calling the upset. Elks over Riders. Yeah. Love it. Love it, Mick D. I sure hope rolling. so. But Things Saskatchewan plays way better at home. They're, they're, they um, their point differential on the road is atrocious. They're like minus 100. But yeah. at home, they're they're quite good. You could say Edmonton plays better on the road too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be a fun game. That's that's going to be a fun game. Yeah, uh, it will be. All right, fam. Big thanks to uh coach Phil uh for joining us a, a little bit earlier. Yes, indeed. Uh follow him on YouTube. Like you can head over there right now. You're probably going to get suggested it anyway uh because Bonfire viewers watch him at coach Phil reacts. Uh great guy awesome uh, that he was able to pop by and uh, uh, tell us about his Labor Day Classic trip to Canada and Bangible trip to Canada here in Winnipeg, uh, traveling twice. Schnitzium jealousy, you man. 
you got to meet coach Phil, you got pictures, you're hanging out, you're shooting the, shooting the breeze with him. Uh, and then, yeah. uh, I, I'm stuck up in the press box work and I didn't get a chance to meet the guy in person. Yeah. It, it was funny because he had, he had DM me where he was sitting mm-hmm. and I, I saw 125 and I thought, Oh, that that's kind of near Sandy and Allison. So I'm like, I can go see Sandy too. And Allison. So I go over there and we're chatting for a bit. And I'm like, after a few minutes, I'm like, so I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, Coach Phil is also sitting in 125. Have you seen him around? And Allison's like, like just doing this, like cut it off, cut it off, cut it off. I, I'm not picking up what she's throwing down because it was a surprise for Sandy and I ruined it. Brutal. I'm so sorry, you two. It was terrible. But anyway, the point is I got to see uh, – I got to see Coach Phil the Thrill, and that was nice, even though uh, it was on the back of a spoiled surprise. Hey, you know, can't be. Not perfect. everything goes perfect uh, all the time, uh, but the Bombers were nearly perfect uh, uh, in the Banjo Bowl, so uh, people still enjoying that. Uh, now looking towards them uh, traveling to Hamilton. Comet was late. No excuses, Comet, but he's nope. got the right idea. He's going to rewind. That's the beauty of bonfire sports on demand. However, whenever, wherever you want it. Uh, so big thanks to everybody in the live chat, everybody watching, uh, the replay or, uh, listening on podcast, tell a friend, keep this bonfire burning. Love it. DB. As we always do right around this time, my friend, serve it up to you. Sayonara, everybody. 